12.40 a.m. WSBC. Yeah. Welcome back, folks, to another week of the Hoolies Hooli Radio Hour. Yeah. This show is presented to you by the Cork and Carry Irish Pub. There's one in Beverly, and there's one, and there's one in Bridgeport yes. here in Chicago. Two of them. Yes. Two of them. Yes. Go to the Cork. Flood Brothers Disposal. You got garbage problems? Stinky, stinky garbage problems? Yep. Only only one team in the game, the Floods. Right. There is. Call them. Mm-hmm. Fox's Beverly Pizza. <sighs> Sizzling. Yes. Sizzling hot cheese on a beautiful crust mm-hmm. with a good sauce. Yep. Best tavern cut style pizza on Western Avenue. That's right. Fox's. Madden Funds. Hear that change jingling. Hear that change jingling. You got to look for a place to put it. Yep. Gather it up. Yep. Book Call a meeting them. with the Maddens. That's correct. My name's Patty Houlihan. I'll be your host all hour. Joining me as always to my left is twin brother, What's Billy. Up? What's up? Hey, Bill, I forgot to say Guinness. Guinness is good for That's you. That's right. Uh, welcome back. I've, I've got uh, I've got high school football fever. Like, an, like a yeah. real deranged single 42-year-old man. Oh, boy. Al Bundy. I'm turning into Al Bundy. Yeah. Uh-oh. Back in my day. One of those guys. You're like studying the stats of high school football players. Not yet, but I, because like you're going to turn into the next Tom Lemming, the guy that was the, Tom uh, Lemming, the recruiting analyst. Yeah, I want to be the next Tom Lemming. <laughs> That's what I'm gunning for, Bill. Well, he did have his own podcast. I want to be a little bit comedy, a little bit le- Tom Lemming. You know. Right. Yeah. Is there a comedian dedicated to high school sports? I don't think so. Like that's his shtick. All he does is high school sports. <laughs> what do you mean? Like that's sweat odd. sack Jimmy. You know, it's a gimmick. You know, okay. Sweat, sweat sock Jimmy in, in Vegas tonight. Sweat sock Jimmy's opening for Sebastian Maniscalco. Uh huh. But what is sweat sock Jimmy like? What's his like thing? I mean, I get high his school thing football. is that all he does is tell high school football stories. Oh, and he's very, okay. very niche, very uh, niche. Okay, yeah. Thank you, Mike, for that. I'm I'm into it because I went to we went to Mount Carmel High School. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the Caravan, Chicago. Yeah, it's one of the last standing all boy Catholic high schools right. here in Chicago. Right. right. There was just kind of a, a a rift over the summer that you know there were certain members of the board that wanted to make Carmel co-ed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And so then the alumni came out and said, "Whoa," you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, and and so there was kind of a, a a fight, not a fight, but a group think, right? Yeah, and a think tank, and the board was going to vote on it, and it came back that it was going to remain all boys, right? Mm-hmm. But now the, there's an, a, an outreach inside the community, right? They're reaching out to the alumni, like, come to the games, get behind us, you know, like, huddle up. If you guys want Carmel to stay that way, you got to start, you know, giving back and doing things, right? Right. Well, I was like, you know what? I do want to go back and check it out. And then I started seeing on Facebook that, like, some of our buddies from our class, like, go to the games and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to go check it out. So I went Friday night. Yeah. They played St. Rita. Right. In the 100th annual meeting. Mm-hmm. Gathering of the two schools. Yeah, cool. I like there was a special thing for alumni for Rita and Carmel guys mm-hmm. in the parking lot, where it was like a you know a tent with like booze and food. It was all covered for a ticket price. Oh, cool. <clears throat> so there was a cool like mingle between the two schools. Yeah, two of the last all boy remaining Catholic high schools in Chicago, right? Yeah, powerhouse schools. Right, and uh, and then we watched them play each other at Carmel at Carmel Stadium. It yeah. was packed. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Carmel Stadium, they got they got a jumbotron. Right. Yeah, I heard you this. know, like it's like I it's, saw the pictures. It's like going to a college football game. Yeah. 
And every year I've gone, that like the the game experience at Carmel has just like been at a high level. Okay. Uh, so like the production value is out of this world. Right. So that's why all of a sudden I was like, wow. And it's like they've integrated the fan into the game in many ways through that jumbotron, right? Okay. Because it's like, hey, here's a throwback from 19. You know, they're throwing old highlight tapes of games from you know famous games from the 90s and 2000s. Yeah. And if there's and the guys in this like everybody, it, it's it's like it's like being at Notre Dame or something like that. It's mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. I hadn't been down there. I geeked out about it so hard. I was oh. like, I'm going to every game this year. Mm-hmm. Because there's such a camaraderie behind like our, our the guys in our school. Everyone was like, Yeah, you know, like I was like, this is pretty fun. But I was it's fun it's it's fun for a lot of people in Chicagoland because high school football it wasn't just the Carmel Reedy game. Fenwick played Oak Park. Yeah, it was big. for the first time they hadn't played Oak Park in like thirty years almost. Mm-hmm. Um, the Huskies kind of stuck it to the Friars. Yeah, uh, and then um, you had like Loyola Academy was opening their season and they were playing. They played a, on ESPN. They blew out this team from Cincinnati. Xavier, Xavier, yeah, they blew them out on ESPN. Um, Saint Pat's upset Saint Ignatius. Saint yeah. Pat's has a new coach. Uh, wow, Don, Billy going deep. The Dons of Notre Dame for uh, <laughs> oh! they were victorious. You're telling as well. me I'm Tom Lemming. You're I Billy know. Lemming. I've been, I, I've, I started following it myself last week, and uh, there's a lot of like I know that Mount Carmel's playing Notre Dame this year. I'd like to go to that game. Yeah, um, I think this week I think Notre Dame is playing St. Pat's. That's a big rivalry between those two schools. Sure. Um, and then Mount Carmel finishes their regular season with Loyola this year. That's going to be a, a real good game. And yeah. that's at Loyola. And I want to go to that as well. Right. So there's a lot of fun things to look forward to this year in high school football. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are. Yeah. yeah. I will say this about going back and watching the games. It's the game experience has, has been, they've elevated it so, so much. Yeah. That I think in an economy like this, people aren't, like, it's more affordable to go watch a killer game like that. Right. Than to go to like a, to pay for a college game and Absolutely. The, and, and the game experience and the production value that some of these high schools are putting out right now are close to that level. Yeah. So it's like, all right, why not? It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I encourage everybody to you know. Well, I'm glad you support had fun. your local high school football team. This all. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get any swag? No. Yeah. I, they, I looked at this. They got a big tent up for swag. Uh-huh. Or, uh huh. Or you know souvenirs. Yeah. But no, uh, no, no, no souvenirs for you. No, no souvenirs for me. Okay, I got enough. I have enough gear. Do they pour beer at the game? Uh, no, you can't drink at the game. Okay, but so. they got you know it's like a college. You know they got uh, soda pop and Gatorade. Oh, and, candy! Yeah, they got candy. Yeah, maybe Bill as an alumni at Carmel is Billy's can Billy's candy caravan tent. Sure, Billy. We're, what, what kind of what are you selling? Just sweets. Rot your teeth out, play football. Yeah, boxes of airheads. We'll do. We'll do brown and white airheads. There you go. Like, but it'll be a mystery flavor. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. You know where you can always find mystery flavors? Really? I don't. Know. Oh. At the Cork and Carry Irish Pub. Mystery flavors of what? All kinds of fun. Oh, okay. This show's presented by Cork and Carry. More Hooli Suli after these. On the Death Walker Saloons that decorate Western Avenue, 
Only the Cork and Carry Irish Pub, the soul of Beverly, sits right on a 50-yard line of Chicago's Southside Irish St. Patrick's Day Parade at 106th and Western. Generations of Southside Irish have quenched their thirst in the cork, snuggling up to memories of family, faith, and fierce loyalty to friends. It's the jewel of this neighborhood where we celebrated weddings, christenings, wakes, and unforgettable victories. Proprietors Bill Guidi and Mike Fitzpatrick, now celebrating 20 years in business, welcome you home for a cold brew to share a good story or help you throw one hell of a party. With over 20 beers on tap and a full bar for your pleasure, this is the spot you can sink a root and get your Irish on. Cork has plenty of seating, from our private event rooms to our 300-person beer garden. Our interior space brings you back to the homeland of Ireland with our vintage photos and authentic Irish decor and Chicago memories of the good old days. So say hello to a stranger, make a new friend, fall in love, or just enjoy the company of people you forgot you knew. The Cork and Kerry continues the Southside tradition parents and grandparents brought here from the old country. Come on by the Cork and Kerry and get some. The Cork and Carry Irish Pub, 10614 Southwestern Avenue, for private parties, just pals hanging out, or intimate cocktail rendezvous. Come on home to the south side of Chicago at the Cork and Carry. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with the day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers is price competitive and still offers the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all the corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630 1400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. With a history going all the way back to 1896, the International Union of Operating Engineers has continued to protect workers and their families with loyalty and brotherhood. Local 150 has continued to thrive through economic booms and busts with careful training and aggressive organizing. Under the leadership of President and Business Manager Jim Sweeney, Local 150 has implemented programs and action plans to create work, protect benefits, and keep members working. And they've been helping the Irish-American community of Chicagoland for just as long. The Hibernian Radio Show is proud to be associated with Jim Sweeney and Local 150, and we salute the continuing efforts of the International Union of Operating Engineers and their support of Irish and Irish-American families now and in the future. Thanks to Local 150. Touch that dial. The Hoolies Hoolie returns in just a moment. Chicago Southsiders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth. Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating that delicious thin crust za that your mouth will tell you, this can only be Fox's. It's a Chicago Beverly neighborhood institution at 99th and Western, as well as in South Suburban Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. Fox's is owned by Tom and Frank Fox, whose parents, Frank and Therese, bought the Western Avenue location from Al Capone's sister back in 1964. The Fox family opened the doors to their Orland Park location in 1973 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. Chicagoans will recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, where great times have been celebrated for generations. Fox's is perfect for the whole family. Pick up or delivery. Or you can dine in, relax, and have a cocktail with your dinner. Whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. Having a party? Fox's also does catering. 
Call Foxes in Chicago's Beverly neighborhood at 773-239-3212 or in South Suburban Orland Park at 708-349-2111. Mention this show for a free toothpick. Hey, listeners, I know we don't talk about finance much on this show, outside maybe the amazing Bitcoin the musical, which we currently have in development. But I do want to take a moment and tell you about two brothers who make this show possible and why you should consider having an honest conversation with them about the future of your finances. Mike and Dan Madden are the brains behind Madden Funds. They've been lifelong friends to Bill Clay and me, and we entrust the Maddens with our money and the precious donations of our listeners so we don't let outrageous ideas get the best of us. And you should too. Do yourself a favor and reach out to Dan or Mike Madden today to book a consultation on the future of your finances. If you have questions about your financial future or current situation, give them a call. The number is 708-848-3200. Again, that number is 708-848-3200. Or you can visit their website, Madden Funds, at www.maddenfunds.com. Again, www.maddenfunds.com. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't place it. Friday Night Lights. Oh, gosh. Man. I never watched it. Never that you say that in the uh, pitch meeting. I'm, I'm talking about my high school football movie. I never. I don't know Friday Night Lights. I know you're trying to set the mood and all, <laughs> but my film's going to be different. I watched Tougher. I watched Grittier. Meaner. <laughs> harder. Oh, I don't know about that. Friday Night Lights, the movie's good with Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Yeah. And then what was his name? Kyle um, Kyle Chandler was uh, in, the, in the TV show. Yeah. He was also in Early Edition. Yes. Here in Chicago. <laughs> yes. Billy with the fro uh Yeah. Remember early, you know, you get the newspaper, yeah. the Sun-Times a day earlier. I believe yeah. he also played football at the University of Georgia. Really? I'm not certain. Okay. Well, on this episode of Kyle uh, Chandler trivia. Yeah. He's in the movie Argo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, Mike has a note. BMDB? I don't know. Now he's writing again to us. Oh, here we go. Wait. Oh, IMDB. Oh, yeah. We can. Billy Mover Net. I'm trying to think about what else that Chandler's been in. Um, <laughs> he's still fucking out, man. I think he might be in. Uh, what's the. Um, oh, man. What's the movie where they find Bin Laden? Um, Zero Dark Thirty. I think he's in Zero Dark Thirty, Argo, Early Edition. <laughs> and Friday Night Lights, bringing it all back to football that's, again. That's your Kyle Chandler all in a nutshell if you want to. And the University of Georgia. He's a bulldog, apparently. <laughs> College football opened up tonight, too. It was all over. Like, it's it's this weekend. It's all about the pigskin, man. But, yeah. la you know, last weekend was like the. I'll tell you what, Bill. It is about the pigskin. This, uh -huh. Maybe this is the football show. 
I went and had my I had the, got the footballs at the at my place. I went and took them to play it against sports and had them pumped up. Yeah, so you, up and so ready you can to go. touch so you can touch them on the couch during the season while you watch the games. <laughs> Pretty much. Do like fake passes with it in the living room. <laughs> shuffle passes. Yeah, throw throw the shuffle pass to the to the couch. You know, as you walk across the room to go get a cold one it out is, of the yeah. fridge. <laughs> yeah, to go get a cold one out of the fridge. Yeah, that's why you love your pigskin. Uh-huh. It's like a Miller Genuine Draft commercial. You know, it is. You were talking about um, that you might add lover of high school football onto your Bumble profile. I might. I think it's an, <laughs> it's an honest depiction, right? Yeah. Things about me. Right. You know, likes, high school football, cigarettes. Right. And who was the comedian that you mentioned earlier that was going to be the high school football? Like that was going to be his whole bit? What was his name? Sweat Sock Johnny? Sweat Sock Johnny then... What like his Bumble profile? What is that like? We were talking about that. Loves drinking, smoking, yep, gambling, yeah, um, high school football, dynamite, dynamite steak, yep, cheeseburgers, guns, guns. What else is he into? Most honest Bumble profile you've ever heard seen. <laughs> like, no nonsense. You know? Yeah. Uh, we it is about the pigskin. Getting back to that. So after I had high, Friday night football light fever, uh-huh. right? Um, and this is how nerdy it is. I went by myself to the game. Oh, I know you did. Yeah. And I, I hadn't done that in a long time. And to just go to the game by yourself was uh, it's like going to the movies by yourself, you know. But I had but having a connection to it all, like being being removed, like having kind of a ten thousand foot view from it, having been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Uh, and uh, the next day, you know, Mike, Mikey's like, let's, I told him, I'm like, I went to the game last night. We're going to go in like a week, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, oh, all right. Uh, so we went out and threw the ball around for a while, of course. You uh-huh. know? Mike's getting real good. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. So, But we went up. So there was a food truck festival, all right? Yeah. At Keystone Park, very close to kind of where I live. Yes. Where all these food trucks come to the parking lot of this park. <coughs> And they had music and a tent. Was the taco truck there? Tacos. The one that I went nuts about when you went there that one time? No, no. Where they didn't put cheese on my uh, on my tacos? Yeah, I remember. And that was it the well. flour tortilla. Were were they there? <laughs> you got a thing against food truck people now, huh? No, no. Just people that get things from food trucks but don't get my order correctly. Oh me. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. So the food truck. So we went thing. up. We went up. The, we went up. We went up there. Walked up there, and uh, it was packed. But it was fun. There were like you know big, huge, bouncy houses in the park and blow up things and like tons. It was it was a fun like neighborhood festival. Yeah. Uh, and Mike and I were like the only guys who brought a football. Ah. So it was fun to like watch all the kids like start throwing the ball around and running around. And that's when I was like. You felt like you were Brady. I felt like Tom Brady on the field, <laughs> throwing the ball around to those kids. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was also all of a sudden, I went up to the park with Mike, and like I was there too long. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, you see all the other parents in town. Hey, how are you? You know, sure. You, you get through those conversations, and I'm, you know, and they're it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, I'm done. I want to go. You know? Yeah. Mike's like, I'm not having it. You know? He's right. like, I want to stay another hour. I go another hour. Yeah. You know? Uh. So I was like, "All right, let me just uh, let me just let's let, let's organize here. Let's get a game going. If I'm going to be here for an hour, mm-hmm. uh, we did, and it was fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
So that's been my like, that's been you know it's kind of the end of the summer, early school starting kind of kind of thing for me right now. That was the the transition weekend. Yeah, I think I'm in. I think I'm in fall now. I feel like I'm in the fall. Well, this is Labor Day weekend now. You know, we're getting into the Indian summer here. We are. Yeah. How about the White Sox? They're dead. You know, there's a lot of you know, like everybody in town. You know, Larousse is out indefinitely now. People are like, "What's this all about?" You know, um, yeah, I got so angry with them. I stopped. Our, our text thread has gone virtually silent. Yeah, because everyone, everyone's just stopped watching. I think. Yeah, they're that upset about this. Too. Well, it's been a. It's still not over. Four and a half out. I don't know what Cleveland did tonight. If they lost, maybe we're still four back. I mean, there's. You never know. Crazy. It's baseball, and that's what makes it kind of a fun, exciting sport. And in, in the when you, if you can get within like four or five games in a September, right? If it, that team can get hot, then it gets really interesting, you know. Um, but uh, oh, Cleveland lost. Oh, so now the White Sox are, or they're not. They went from they were six out, and all of a sudden they just picked up two quick games. So now they're four out. Still got three left with them. They got three left with Minnesota. They got six left with Minnesota. There's quite a bit left. Oh but, wow! I mean, you know who knows? There's, there, come on, who are we kidding? They've been stinky all year. I'm not gonna like wish. I, this is wishful thinking. I'd love for them to go, but we all know that you know they get to the playoffs. What's wrong with Tony Larusi? You think? I think he's sick. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. There's been all kinds of speculation about him in the past, and you know, is it oh, an alcohol problem? Maybe. Oh, that's um, low. Don't call him out on that. I'm not, but you asked me what's wrong with him, and I was like, I don't know. There's been no other medical issues released about him that I know of, other than the fact that, you know, he got a DUI a couple times, and it, you know, and that he does like to go out and have a cocktail, and he falls asleep in the dugout. You know, what I mean, all s- speculative signs that maybe someone has had a few pops. You know, maybe I don't know. I um, hope he's bad. I hope Tony's so do I. okay. So do I. I don't Tony wish. won me over because he gave my son a ball last time we were at the game. I know, and I, I was know. like, oh, all right, Tony. You know, yeah, of course. Uh, I I hope he's I hope he's okay. Um, maybe the Sox do a do it for Tony campaign. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, well, they stink. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so hateful of them right now. Like everyone. Like I trashed them this week on Facebook. I was like, I I, I hit my Sunday last week. I was like, that's it. That's it. Here's who stinks. Who stunk all year. And the window is closed, and this is this was the championship window. We actually got to see some of these guys now. Everyone's Eloy's made a glass, Robert's made a glass, Mancata's just the biggest prima donna who stinks. Lurie Garcia stinks. Yes, Monty Grandal stinks. Yeah. I mean, Adam Pollock, he's okay. You know, Vaughn, still a work in progress. Um, Selby Zavala, not an everyday catcher. Sorry. <laughs> Billy Sports. I'll just keep going. Lucas Giolito stinks. Oh, yeah. He's, um, you know, Michael Kopech, also made of glass. You know? Yeah, the team is just, yeah. I could keep going. I mean, that's it. That's about in the whole season. You know? Eloy hustles the first base and, like, tears a hamstring. It's like, Cease has been outstanding. I have no complaints against Dylan Cease. No, he's been Lance Lynn. I don't know. He's I've been hurt. Everyone's hurt. Who? And that's the other thing. Who's the strength and conditioning coach? That guy ought to be fired immediately. Yeah, me. I was yeah. trying to get the guys to act on more for me. They got, we need him to act on more. You know, I had him over at Planet Fitness five days a week. Hashtag Planet Fitness. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know the amenities. You know. Weren't what they were expecting. Planet yeah. Fitness is beautiful, by the way. 
Hoping to get some dollars. For it at some point. Yeah. yeah. Once I get all cut and ripped and tan and oily. That's, he when was the dollar, that's when the dollars start coming through this podcast. <laughs> he was cut, tan, and oily. I saw him at the Planet Fitness. Ooh. Ooh, that sounds like the beginning of a, you know. Tone Loke song. Yeah, he was cut, tan, and oily. I saw him at a Planet Fitness. <laughs> That's yeah. like a, that's like a gay tone, Luke. Is it? Sure. Yeah. Why not? I'll do it once more. Oh, he was cut, tan, and oily. I saw him at a Planet Fitness. Yeah. Wow. For sure. Okay. Write that down, miss. It's going in the memory bank. <laughs> right. Log it. Log it. Log that for the idea tank. Yeah. My idea was going to be diffed. Hats that say diffed, D-I-F-T in capital letters. Do it for Tony. Oh, okay. Diffed. Oh, we'll go to the Sox game and start get you know start some diffed T-shirts. I gotta start diffed. Kind of, I gotta find a domain guy to get diffed.com <laughs> under my belt. And then maybe we get Planet Fitness to be a sponsor on diffed. Oh, yeah. Co-brand adventure. Yeah, like get your health back in order. Right. Support Tony. Diffed. Do it for Tony. Yeah. Get oily, tan, and bronze, and ripped, <laughs> and win. Every game. Every game. Yeah. You can only joke about the White Sox folks at this point. That that's that's where I'm going with it. And I was really like I got I was I felt real invested this year. Everybody did. Come on. They were predicted to win ninety five games and be a potential World Series contender. Everyone was like, Well, we know the Bears are gonna stink. Do we though? I don't know. That's what's kind of fun with this tier. I mean I guess because it's been a, it's now where it's a total rebuild with the Bears, so you're kind of like, well, well, you never know what you get here with a new coach. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, if the Bulls, there's another team that's also made of glass. If their talent can get together in this fall, we, they might have a it'd be a fun year. The Blackhawks, we got some ways to go with them guys. <laughs> ways to go, um, and then you know, the Cubbies, you know. But here's the thing like, about the Cubs this year; they've quietly just. You know, I don't know. Like, I, I haven't had many, many of my friends that are Cub fans. They knew this this year was like they're like, yeah, we know. Like, there's no like shock in them. And then, I mean, they they like prepared themselves psychologically for just a crap year. Sure. Um, so, you know, I don't know about that. I don't know if the fans thought that the Cubs were going to be th- as bad. Yeah, as they cautious are. optimism. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, that's how most Cub fans were feeling this year. I, you know, for sure. Yep. Um, but Sox fans were, you know, this is it. You know, well, because this winter die team, trying. Because you know? the, at the beginning of the season, you know, the baseball analysts of America are all saying the White Sox. Well, they've might, been in the playoffs the last year. two years in a row, so it's kind of similar to the way that the, you know when the Cubs had their run to get to 2016. You know, they lost a couple. I think was it two years in a row before they finally got the, the title. So like this, you're thinking, you know, as a Chicago sports fan, you're like, all right, well, they've lost the last two years in the playoffs. This is the year. And this, the analysts were going, this is the year we think they're going. No. No. Nobody no. knows anything. It's like show business. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. it, it's all about, you know, you got to do it for Tony. You got to gel. Got to gel for everybody. Do you think that was know. the problem with the White Sox, that they didn't just gel for Tony La Russa? Do you think that's the issue? I don't know. I mean, like, I, who knows? I don't know. Like, uh it's a you know I I thought that you know we've got all these Cubans on the team together that it was going to be like a really great you know yeah and like the communication was going to be amazing inside the dugout right yeah. and Grandal and Moncada stink 
And then you've got Eloy and Robert made of glass. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know. I'd like to see this kid Cespedes that they sign, and or, or Oscar Colas. Let's see what these guys can do um, now that they can expand rosters. But they didn't bring them up. So, I don't know. It's just been all year. Like, ugh. Um, but they didn't trade anybody that was worth, like, they still have everyone going. And, you know, if it doesn't work out this year, you will see some people get traded probably this fall. Um, but they're going to still try to stay within absolute contention with this with the young talent that they have. So that ought to be kind of fun to watch. Or maybe they do get to October and me and you are doing cartwheels. And, you know, who knows? But Diffed. Yeah. That's where it's coming from. Yeah. You, you start the fire of Diffed. And the fire of Diffed is what carries this White Sox team from the hallows. All of a sudden, everyone's not made of glass anymore. They can run through walls. If they put on a Diffed t-shirt, they can. Mm. You know? All the players rally around it. They get... You got to play for the family. Got to get them back into it. Yeah. And the way we're going to do that is with Diffed. (laughs) (laughs) Launching of Diff. I think that you're going to have a difficult time with the Sox fan base getting behind that because all the amount of fire Tony signs and sell the the team signs I've seen, that's going to be a tough sell, Diffed. Diffed The the Diffed logo is very edgy and and cool, Bill. You know, uh, it, I think rappers will be wearing Diffed in their videos oh. eventually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's just like a black and white, um, like uh, like like a like a profile picture of of Tony Larusa's head, the way that his hair is with a baseball cap, kind of. And it's, now you don't see his face, and it just says Diffed. Oh, um, that would be a cool like logo. There you go. You might be able to sell that. Diffed in cursive, <laughs> <laughs> like a Taylor Swift T-shirt. Sure. Diffed. Yeah, <laughs> that's a sick White Sox shirt. Yeah. I want to use the aesthetic of a Taylor Swift T-shirt, put Tony LaRusse oh. on it, and write "Diffed." Okay, in the same uh, font. Yeah, we were gonna play a song. Yes, we were. Mike's like, I want to hear uh, Stone Temple Pilots. I was like, oh, Okay, yeah, I'm into that. Uh-oh. And Bill, you go. Right. Oh, Billy got a bumble notice. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Whoa. The, the bumblebee just stung in the middle of my Stone Temple Pilots intro. Wow. Holy goodness. Sure did. It's all the diff in the air. It was Scott Weiland. It was Scott Weiland. Yeah. You matched with him. Yeah, he heard about the idea for um, Planet Fitness. He <laughs> <laughs> heard my rap song. Oh. Yeah. But you picked this song. You were like, I want to hear Sour Girl. Yeah, I like this jam. I haven't heard it in a while. We'll be back.
Mm-hmm. Sour girl. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the person you've all been waiting for. It's that comedian with just the bite of high school football in his soul. Sweat Sock Johnny is here. Yeah. And he loves Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, he's an STP guy. Yeah, he's going to Sweat Sock Johnny. Who was, they just booked him at Lollapalooza, dude. He's going to be opening for everybody this year. Yeah. <laughs> what else is cracking, man? Bill's like, I don't like the sweat sock Johnny so bit. Yeah, sweat sock Johnny. Like, okay. <laughs> you would think it's funny, but I don't. Yeah. Fair enough. Is it sweat sock or sweat jock? It's sweat sock Johnny. Oh. S O C K. Okay. He's a brand ambassador for Dift. Oh. See that 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 joke died for me too. No, well, I'm trying. I'm reeling him back. I'm you know, I've been fighting with him all yeah. all show. Yes, you have. Hammering him. Just ugh, not again. Yeah. What else is going on? Yeah. Tons. Charlotte made basketball. You, I, I, I went think... to the coaches' meeting. Okay. Where they give the parents the talk. Please do not be a butthole talk. Uh, which oh. is always fun. Okay. Um, but uh, it, it's she's excited about it. You know, she's into it. I'm happy to like. I'm you know I'm excited. I'm like oh games, fun, something to do in the in, you know. Like competitive games, not like games that like well, yeah. where it's like, oh, he got a single, okay, you know. Now it's yeah. like block the shot, <laughs> win <laughs> at all costs, win. Yes, yeah. They're watching Sweat Sock Johnny on the bus. <laughs> They're you know listening to ACDC and during warm ups. They're getting into it. Yeah, I used to listen to Razor's Edge before my eighth grade basketball games. That was your pregame song, ACDC's Razor's Edge. The whole Edge. album. Yeah, it is good. Razor's Edge. Maybe we should play Razor's Edge later on. We or for those about to rock is amazing. But that's not on Razor's Edge. I played that while I was on my way to Carmel, going down Lakeshore Drive. Oh, let's get yourself all jacked up for the game. Yeah, as I saw the the lights of the school and the arena, it was you know. Oh. Oh, and Carmel does it on their jumbotron. It's oh, electrifying experience. Oh wow! That's what Sock Johnny approves. Was there a uh, a cigarette in your mouth while this is taking place? Oh, you bet. Oh, there was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and next week, are you face painting? Thanks, Mike. Yeah, like, what's, you, like you, you doing a brown and white? <laughs> you know? I might be. like MCs on your cheek. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that. Show up to the game. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Was there anybody face painted? Yeah, dude. Like kids, people like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> but no, like grown men in their forties, like alumni. Not yet. Not yet, Bill. You should do a challenge. Maybe Carmel should do a challenge. Maybe a lot of high school football should challenge their alumni to to face paint or body paint themselves and show up to games this year <laughs> to raise money. Yeah, it's a cool thing to do. Body paint your dad for five hundred bucks. I don't think I'd volunteer for that. You know, you go out and sell tickets to people, and then uh, everyone's parents are body painted for the game. That sounds like a real nice mother's club event, doesn't it? <laughs> body painting? It, we're going to auction off the parents to be body painted at the Main South game. Oh, it's going to be $500 per parent. We encourage the children to go out and sell tickets for $25, yeah. and the money will be going to the uniform uh, needs of next year. Uniform needs? Yes. Oh. They've all ordered gear from Dift. Oh. They've all got Dift gear coming <laughs> Yeah, lots of it. Dift is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep hammering Dift all night, man. It's not that good. <laughs> 
<laughs> Man. Well, see, like you're 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 trying to beat down on Dift. And it's and it's that? killing my we listened to Sour Girls and I tried to Boy. Sour Girl had nothing to do with Dift. <laughs> you, know, it's just, you just keep bringing the joke back and I think that it's like Ed, enlighten me again and tell me what Diff stands for. Do it for Tony. Do it for Tony. Okay. <laughs> We're going to take a commercial yeah. break. More Hoolies Hoolie after this. Chicago Southsiders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth. Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating that delicious thin crust za that your mouth will tell you this can only be Fox's. It's a Chicago Beverly neighborhood institution at 99th and Western, as well as in South Suburban Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. Fox's is owned by Tom and Frank Fox, whose parents, Frank and Therese, bought the Western Avenue location from Al Capone's sister back in 1964. The Fox family opened the doors to their Orland Park location in 1973 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. Chicagoans will recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, where great times have been celebrated for generations. Fox's is perfect for the whole family. Pick up or delivery. Or you can dine in, relax, and have a cocktail with your dinner. Whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. Having a party? Fox's also does catering. Call Foxes in Chicago's Beverly neighborhood at 773-239-3212 or in South Suburban Orland Park at 708-349-2111. Mention this show for a free toothpick. When your family has suffered a loss, the Sheehy family will be there for you. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes are third-generation family-owned and operated. The Sheehy family has dedicated many years of their lives serving families throughout Chicago and the Southwest suburbs. The Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Home was incorporated in 1913 as a storefront at 76th and Halsted Street in Chicago. At the time, this was one of the few standalone funeral homes of its kind and was to be the first of many to come bearing the Sheehy name. The founder, Roger Sheehy Sr., was soon joined in business by his three sons, Roger Jr., Jack, and Bob. The four provided a personal service that became a foundation for success. This trademark of service is evident 98 years later as Bob and Jim Sheehy, third generation, own and operate two locations in Orland Park and Burbank. As a family-owned and operated funeral home, the Sheehys believe the one thing that separates them from the others is the personal service they can provide. The name on their sign outside the funeral home should mean something. For them, it's very important that everyone be treated as if they were family, friend, or neighbor, as they very well could be. The Sheehy's entire staff consists of individuals who care about each and every family they serve. Every detail is handled in a professional and personal manner. On a daily basis, the directors Bill Kiley, Micah Rico, and John Sullivan, and all of their other staff take great, great pride in their work, serving families as if they were their own. The Sheehy's pride themselves on offering the highest level of professionalism with every family they serve. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes, here for you since 1913. Hey listeners, I know we don't talk about finance much on this show, outside maybe the amazing Bitcoin the musical, which we currently have in development. But I do want to take a moment and tell you about two brothers who make this show possible and why you should consider having an honest conversation with them about the future of your finances. Mike and Dan Madden are the brains behind Madden Funds. They've been lifelong friends to Bill Clay and me, and we entrust the Maddens with our money and the precious donations of our listeners so we don't let outrageous ideas get the best of us. And you should too. 
Do yourself a favor and reach out to Dan or Mike Madden today to book a consultation on the future of your finances. If you have questions about your financial future or current situation, give them a call. The number is 708-848-3200. Again, that number is 708-848-3200. Or you can visit their website, Madden Funds, at www.maddenfunds.com. Again, www.maddenfunds.com. Hang in there. We're almost ready for some more of the Hoolies Hoolies. Stay tuned. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with the day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers is priced competitive and still offers the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all the corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. On the Death Walk of Saloons that decorate Western Avenue, only the Cork and Carry Irish Pub, the soul of Beverly, sits right on a 50-yard line of Chicago's Southside Irish St. Patrick's Day Parade at 106th and Western. Generations of Southside Irish have quenched their thirst in the Cork, snuggling up to memories of family, faith, and fierce loyalty to friends. It's the jewel of this neighborhood where we celebrated weddings, christenings, wakes, and unforgettable victories. Proprietors Bill Guidey and Mike Fitzpatrick, now celebrating 20 years in business, welcome you home for a cold brew to share a good story or help you throw one hell of a party. With over 20 beers on tap and a full bar for your pleasure, this is the spot you can sink a root and get your Irish on. Cork has plenty of seating, from our private event rooms to our 300-person beer garden. Our interior space brings you back to the homeland of Ireland with our vintage photos and authentic Irish decor and Chicago memories of the good old days. So say hello to a stranger, make a new friend, fall in love, or just enjoy the company of people you forgot you knew. The Cork and Kerry continues the Southside tradition parents and grandparents brought here from the old country. Come on by the Cork and Kerry and get some. The Cork and Carry Irish Pub, 10614 Southwestern Avenue, for private parties, just pals hanging out, or intimate cocktail rendezvous. Come on home to the south side of Chicago at the Cork and Carry. This is your pump up song, right, Bill? No, this is the jam. This was you in the locker room? Banging your head against no, the locker. This was just me listening on my Sony um, Walkman. Yeah. Yeah. Very, with your with your football pants on. Yeah. Doing a little air drumming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember those days too. Like, I hope I get in the game tonight. Yeah, right. <laughs> I hope I, I get in the game. I'm gonna kill somebody. Oh, I can't wait until the kickoff. I want to get that one chance on special teams to stick it to somebody. Uh huh. Sure. That is a jam, though, for all you high school footballers out there. <laughs> uh, ACDC's Razor's Edge is pretty good. That's what it, it does. everyone likes playing. The, everyone, the other one that everyone liked, uh, obviously, was Metallica. You know, any, anything off of Metallica, Metallica, or anything on, uh, you know, um, that ain't justice for all. But, no, there uh, were guys who were in Danzig. Yeah, all that stuff. Know, yeah. Get the metal going. Yeah, get the metal going. Yeah, a lot of guys listen to hip hop too. Uh huh. NWA. Oh yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> All that stuff. <laughs> Look at it, guys. The high school. Thanks to rap. Ice Cube. The Vision like, Quest soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> That's in the rotation like, there. Vision Quest soundtrack, ACDC's Razor's Edge, and um, Ice Cube's Predator <laughs> are three probably solid high school football albums that you should have. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe there those play. So that's the, uh, you're you're writing the act of the Las Vegas Sweat Sock Johnny one hour special. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's gonna. These are all songs that we will license and get the rights to for thirty seconds of usage and integrate into the the fabric of Sweat Sock Johnny's comedy. Okay. All right. We're producing it. We got to get Johnny Dorito on the phone immediately. We've created a persona. And something that uh, I've been told recently by our uh, uh, investigators at the show, the domain is available. Yeah, it's ours. So there if, is if, no, if, there, if you, and, if you and, do it, we know it's you that stole it from us. Yes, if you steal the sweat sock Johnny from me, because I'm calling it right now. I own it. I own the rights to it. <laughs> yeah. It's mine. Yeah. We're taking... Uh, ownership right now so if you try to buy that domain i'm still going to sue you because this is going to come out beforehand that's right so when, when i see that tv special on usa network in two years called sweat sock billy i'm gonna know <laughs> sweat sock johnny well it's a they're gonna try to deviate that's all you know oh, you can't sure. copyright sweat sock man that's been one of the biggest hurdles of <laughs> uh of my whole investigation process of starting the the, the brand sure you know after my success with diffed <laughs> yeah yeah. Creating, uh, <laughs> yes, sweat. Mike, we do have a slot for Sweatpants Steve. <laughs> sure. Sweatpants Steve will be on the program later. He's opening for Sweatsock Johnny. It's an all high school athletics comedathon. Do you get nervous standing next, next to grown men with sweatpants on? Do I get nervous standing next to like grown you're like, men right, with That's a little pants? too, like sometimes, like, you ever seen a guy that's got, like, his sweatpants are a little too tight, and you're like, oh, well, uh, stand over there, please. Oh, no, I don't, I, I haven't. Go to been, a Planet Fitness. Okay. Yeah. Have you, uh, so, did someone get their sweatpants too close to you? I saw him. Recently? Man. You're Story. talking about the guy who looks like he he's, has uh, maybe aroused in his sweatpants. Yeah. And, and, and that maybe he's wearing those sweatpants purposely to be a bit of an exhibitionist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a chapter in the Sweat Sock Johnny Tales <laughs> of, of a man of this nature. Yeah, he existed in all different kinds of communities. Well, they, 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 do, they, they are common in locker rooms, yes. They do exist. Like, these coach's pants were a little too tight today. Well, I but I haven't, no, I haven't been in close to anybody with a sweat. I, but I just bought a pair of sweatpants. I gotta, now I got to check the tightness and look at them. Because I thought <laughs> might have belonged with sweat socks, or, you know, sweatpants Stevie, and you got them at the will. You mentioned the sweatpants thing because we had a neighbor, Jim. That's, that's correct. When we were growing up in Elwood Park. Yes. He yes, was a I weird did. guy. I can't use his real last name. <laughs> I just did earlier on accident. You did? Yeah. Oh. Go ahead, finish the story. We'll just call him Jimmy uh, Samansky, right? Sure, Jimmy Samansky. Jimmy Samansky lived next door to us, and he was a sweatpants wearing, and, and kind of, yeah. Yeah. He had and a blonde mullet. He had a blonde mullet. He had, like, Coke bottle glasses. Yes. He looked, yeah. He was like... Uh, he was pervy looking. He was like a hipster Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, he looked like Dahmer if, he was, if Dahmer was swole. Yes. Like if Dahmer was if ripped. Dahmer was swole. There's a <laughs> chapter, unfortunately, in this website, Johnny Tail, 
if Jeffrey Dahmer was swole. <laughs> yes, there's a bit we wrote. It didn't make the cut for the special. It's a little on the dark side, but uh, it killed. It killed in certain towns. Yeah, because he was uh, he he was weird. He was a pervert, and he was, he was aroused, he, and he had and he had sweatpants on, and he was kind of. I think that as we got older, we realized like this guy's trying to flash us. You know, it was just like he's standing with his hands on his hips. You know, like, yeah. hi guys. You know, yeah. soccer, huh? Cool. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. hi Jim. You know, huh. okay, I'm go off back to- in your garden unit apartment and get lost. All right, I'm going off. I'm off to make myself a dinty more dinner. <laughs> you know. You got yeah. it. See you, Jim. <laughs> See you, Jim. Take so, care. So you've been, you are, you you were traumatized as a child. By yeah, men like in, I men just, in sweatpants terrify you now. I don't want to be next to a grown man who's got sweatpants on that are like too tight. I just don't want to be near you. Like staying, you know, three feet. So, you know, COVID distance, you know, six feet apart, sir. Um, yeah. So you, you want COVID distance with anyone wearing sweatpants or loose athletic gear? No, like. Men wearing like very very tight sweatpants. I'm not. I don't. No 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 no. No. Stay six feet away from me, please. Oh wow. And don't try to make small talk or offer me candy. Or even bring up high school football. Man, it got so dark. Sorry. Sweat Sock Johnny was so light and fun, and then Dahmer edged his way into the scene. and Swole Dahmer. And, and then Jimmy Savansky and his, and his sweatpants boner. And, and <laughs> the, whole, the whole dang show is just completely derailed in the middle of a town with little food and water. That's correct. <laughs> and now the bit is just scrambling. Maybe I bring Diffed back into the joke. Can we talk yeah. about Diffed a little oh, bit more? Oh, we need to bring that back. Oh, come on, let me talk about Diffed. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm, I am getting it. So, yes, I'm, it's a sports-themed episode. I'm excited. I'm going to start going to these games. Good. What I did like about it was uh, the coach was there, and he was like, all right, I want to explain something mm-hmm. at this point. We're in a different sphere now where the girls have uh, – uh, they tried out to make the team. Uh huh. Not everybody's going to get equal amount of playing time. Right. Please understand this, right? Yeah. Right. And uh, it was I, I. It was interesting to just see the coach like make that talk. Like when we were kids, that talk never happened. The coach never told the parents like, "Oh, hey, this guy's going to play more than the other guy." Yeah. I feel like this guy, and I like the coach a lot. He seems like a wonderful guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was actually uh, Haley, my ex-wife's uh, basketball coach growing up. Okay, so he's okay. looking out for he's looking out for my daughter. You know? Sure, and uh, but I was just thinking about like the you know like there's so he's trying to cover himself every way he can to and to just to have to have this conversation up front is just an interesting thing to have to like it was nice to have a meet and greet with the coach but it was also like here's he laid the law down which I respected you know and he was like here's what I'm telling you right now mm-hmm. so do not yell during the games and start coaching from the stands right yeah. Yep. He's like, I, everyone here is shaking their head that they're not going to do it. Someone's going to do it this year. Don't do it. Right? Mm-hmm. Please. Uh, also, uh, do not individually yell at your daughter from the stands to do things. Right? I'm the coach here. Right? Yeah. I'll do the coaching. Um, but he's laying, like, all this, these ground tools. And I was like, oh, wow. I guess this is, like, this is good that this is being laid out right now. Um, yeah. And it was interesting to, you know, he was like, I'm trying to preach to the girls that, you know, like, 
if he's like, if you work hard and you listen to me, you'll get more playing time. I don't care how athletically inclined you are. If you're going to mouth off and not do what I ask you to do, you're probably not going to play as much, you know? So it might be an attitude adjustment problem. It's like, so I don't want any parents on the team yelling at me and saying this girl should be playing right now because she might have more of an athletic gift. He's like, if she doesn't follow my rules and guidelines, she's not going to play enough. So in other words, if she dogs it in practice. Yeah. Or should not show up to practice. Yeah. Bad grades, dogs it, doesn't, you know, uh, smarts off to the coach, doesn't listen. Sure. Not a team player, you know. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, I was, it, was re it was refreshing to hear, actually. Yeah. I was like, I'm glad that this is being laid out right now. You know, like, there's a reason this guy's been doing this a long time. He obviously understands how to, you know, address these situations before they happen. Yeah. Um, but other than that, now, now he's like, all right, this is going to be competitive. It's fun. You are going to get, you know, emotionally attached to it. You know, and I'm uh -huh. like, yeah, he's like, so he's like, just keep your cool. I'm like, I hadn't thought about it, but like, I guess people get, do get so passionate at some of these grammar school games that it can be, can, if something happens on the floor that's dangerous or something like that, like there are, there is sort of the potential for confrontation to go down. Sure. Right? Of course. So I think it's interesting that like, even I hadn't, as a parent, I've never been in that situation before where they were like warning you, like, do not be a, a cowboy, please. <laughs> you know, like. Keep Don't jump out of the stands. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's where I'm at. You know, that's where my head is in the fall. Also, you know, the Hall of Fame's coming up. I'm getting pumped about that. That's mm -hmm. October fifth. Yeah. Brian Urlacher going. And in. Uh, by the way, we There's got Chelios. We got our film Lee festival Smith. in two weeks, man. We do have our film festival, the Arch yeah. American Movie Hooli, coming back. Yep. Lake Theater and Wilmette. Right. So we'll be at the Lake Theater on the 16th and 17th. And I think it's, well, was it 20, the following week. 24th and 25th, I think, at um, the Wilmette Theater. The Wilmette Theater. Yeah. yeah. We got some killer movies, too. We got uh, Extraordinary. Mm -hmm. uh, those guys are coming in, the filmmakers from Extraordinary. That stars Will Forte. Uh, it's a kind of an Irish Ghostbusters type movie. Oh, cool. About the paranormal. Yeah. Great movie. Check yeah. it out. Redemption of a Rogue is the other one, mm -hmm. uh, which is a really dark black comedy. Killed it in Ireland. All kinds of awards. Yeah. Really lucky to have this guy coming in. Yeah. Uh, and his name's like, you know, because I'm still working on Dift right now. Okay. His name is eluding you. <laughs> yes. Well, we have two weeks to promote. Yes, we That's do. why I'm bringing it up now. Dad did a lot of legwork on this this year. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. And it's amazing the amount of energy he has to, you know, keep this going. And uh, it, it's going to pay off. It's awesome. You yeah. know, the festival's gotten better every year. I'm really excited about you know this year and and the, and the films that we're bringing through and we're creating a nice uh, culture ourselves of of a network of people that you know like to come to town now and for that it's yeah. kind of like an inter it's like we've created like a little clique of people in Ireland that have been to our festival that are like oh go to that one that one's fun yeah. you know cool um, so yeah if you're uh, here in Chicago uh, on the weekends of the 15th and 16th yeah. come to come see some pretty good movies at the Lake Theater. Um, there's one every, uh, every day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. We're at the end. Yeah. Uh, we if you've are. enjoyed the last hour and ramblings of this crazy episode. Yeah. Those <laughs> are. Oh yeah. Uh, you can go to hibernianradio.org and find archives there, or you can go to iTunes and search for Hooli's Hooli Show. Mm -hmm. Do want to thank the sponsors again? That's the Cork and Carry Irish Pub, Beverly and Bridgeport. Yep. Fox's Beverly Pizza, Flood Brothers Disposal, Madden Funds and Guinness Cyrus Stout. 
Oh, CNC Music Factory takes us out. It's a very high school football song, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. All right. Next week. Bye! Mm-hmm.